You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 14. Today, I give you my thoughts after doing a 40-day social media fast. There were definitely some things that surprised me during this fast, and I want to share it all with you today. I share with you how I started doing the fast, why I started doing the fast, what were some of the things that I saw in my life that I wanted some changes in, and how I feel now about social media moving forward. It's a really good conversation that I think we all should be having together. So why don't we just dive right into it today? Here's what I've learned during my 40-day social media fast. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? This podcast episode is sponsored by my very first book, The Palace Keepers. This month, I am celebrating seven years since I released my very first book, and I am re-releasing it on Amazon as a paperback with a brand new, beautiful, photographed cover. This cover is a photograph of a gate that I personally took in a local park in my state of Connecticut. In The Palace Keepers, I share my detailed testimony on how God revealed himself to me when I was in a broken relationship and what he taught me about being pure in our hearts. Sometimes we feel like purity needs to happen sexually first, but that's the backwards way of the world. Our hearts should be pure and motive first so that our body can follow in line. If you want to learn more about the Palace Keepers, head to Amazon.com and search the Palace Keepers and purchase yours today or head to the show notes for a direct link. Hey guys, welcome back to the Hello Awesome podcast. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Tiffany from last week. Isn't she awesome? I have to say that was the biggest episode so far on the podcast and I'm really not surprised. Tiffany is so inspiring and she has an awesome heart after the things of God and I'm so happy that I was able to have her on. She was so real and she shared so much about relationships that I think were helpful for all of us to hear. Um, If you haven't heard the podcast episode, it's episode number 13 and just wait till after you listen to this episode to go back and check that one out. As for today's episode, I actually had another topic scheduled for a few months now, but I recently finished a 40-day social media fast and I started thinking about what I learned during that fast and I thought, well, I don't know if I'll share anything shocking or super spiritual, but as always, I just want to talk to you about some things God moved on my heart during these last 40 days and hopefully it'll inspire you in some way. So I'm going to start with a little bit of a disclaimer I did give myself some grace since I do have a business mainly online and still need to keep things flowing by checking messages. So one thing I did was allow myself to only post in my stories on Monday mornings, the latest podcast episodes for any followers who wanted to know, and also check DMs. I really couldn't eliminate checking my messages because I do have responsibilities, even Facebook messages or family events. I'd really hate to ignore a birthday party invitation 
or an important prayer request from a friend. We are so connected nowadays that it really is almost impossible, it seems, to disconnect from social media for 40 days. However, scrolling and posting on any of my social media feeds was off limits at all times for the entire 40 days. And I have to say, I did an amazing job and had no problems at all. Actually, I don't even know why I'm doing this episode. I was seriously a saint. Yeah, (laughs) not really. Sarcasm aside, scrolling and posting were more problem areas for me than any messages. I had a bad habit of just searching and scrolling without communicating with the posts I was actually seeing and the people I usually enjoy following. And I found myself becoming more judgy and critical about the posts that I was seeing. I also started getting some anxiety over what I was going to post and losing joy over the app. I'm mostly referring to Instagram here since that's where I do most of my business. And honestly, I would compare my engagement with what others had. How many likes my post got compared to how many likes her post got. And that is never a healthy thing. So creating boundaries around scrolling and posting for me felt right. One day, I came across an invitation that took me by surprise. I decided to take part in a 40-day social media fast when I saw a post on Wendy Speaks' Instagram page. Wendy is a Christian author and speaker who I've admired for a while, and she was inviting others to join her commitment to limiting social media for the next 40 days. And honestly, before I could even finish reading her post, I knew I was in. I was so scared, but I knew I needed to do it. And here's why. I found that anytime I was bored, I picked up my phone to check social media. Ever do that? Of course. Only to look up 30 minutes to an hour later. Ever done that? I'm sure you have. Sure, we have done that, and it's not really a crime. But for me, I felt like I had allowed my phone to control me time instead of using it as a tool. Honestly, the biggest reason why I wanted to do the social media fast was I felt like I just needed to rest. I had a busy fall and winter. Then in the beginning of this year, my family and I were so sick. You may remember some of my Instagram stories about it. My sinus infection settled into my chest. In fact, it was the third sinus infection of the season and I could barely breathe or talk, and moving made everything hurt so bad. So I stayed in bed for over a month, and scrolled, and posted, and scrolled, and scrolled. I knew I had abused technology when I was sick, and while I could forgive myself based on the circumstances, I had created unhealthy habits that stuck even when I was better, and I wanted to break from that. Physically, I was resting, but I needed a mental and spiritual rest. Do you know what I'm talking about? That's what this 40-day fast did for me. So, from March 6th to April 18th, I put myself on a strict social media diet. With the exception of briefly posting Monday mornings and occasionally checking messages, I did not scroll or post new content on any of my channels for the full 40 days. That was hard. But not because of the temptation to just post because of likes or attention, which I had fully expected. I had prepared myself before the fast by spending less and less time posting and scrolling. 
but obviously I do want to see how people are engaging with those posts. And I was praying and asking the Lord to guide me. But I have to say, I really did enjoy my time away and it gave me the rest in my mind that I needed. However, the most challenging for me was not connecting with other people. And I'm not talking about chatting and making memories. I do that with my family and friends offline regardless of the fast. While it did help me slow down more, be less anxious about the time, and be more relaxed in my thoughts, what I really found tempting was wanting to share almost every part of the creative process with the people I knew wanted to actually see it. I love inspiring and hearing feedback, especially on Instagram because it's such a visual app. And I can't tell you how many times I was in the middle of a project during this fast and thought, oh, I should show how I do this. Or I should take a quick video of what I'm doing and had to stop myself. I wouldn't get disappointed because I wanted the pats on the back, like good job, JC. But I knew I had committed to not sharing so much and that was difficult. One of the things I love to do is to take people behind the scenes of the creative process. It's very therapeutic for me and it gives me a chance to see what interests people. I've shared the entire process of my latest book, The Glitter Effect, last year. You can check out the stories highlight button on my Instagram page. From writing, the struggles, the editing, and more editing, and more editing, the long proofreading process, and what it looked like to create and choose a cover. I went through the funding process using Kickstarter and shared that all with you guys. And that was amazing. Then unboxing brand new books and showing you guys months later. How cool is that? So here I was during the 40 day fast doing a new thing and I had to just do the thing. And it was freeing. I think sometimes we like to share because it gives us a sense of purpose. We like to joke, if it's not on Instagram or Facebook, did it really happen? And honestly, I think we do feel that way for real. We do feel a sense of responsibility to keep everyone in check with what we're doing, especially as creative business owners. But I did find that stepping away from the phone, putting it down, and focusing both eyes back on my work was more inspiring for me to actually get the job done. Sometimes, when we share too much, we rob ourselves of enjoying the process for ourselves. And while sharing what I know and what I'm working on will never get old and gives me joy, it was very fulfilling to be able to not worry about the extra eyes watching and completely give my all when creating. Before the fast began, I wrote down a list of projects I have been waiting to finish but just couldn't find the time. And while social media does not consume all of my minutes each day, it did create some artist and writer's block. Maybe I was too overwhelmed with what to share or post. Maybe I had information overload from being overly inspired by other people online. That does happen and is a real thing. We often take in so much data that it almost shuts down our system and we feel paralyzed. We have so many ideas, but don't know where to start. Sometimes a reset is all we need and to focus on doing one thing at a time. One of the biggest jobs on my to-do list was to re-release my first book, The Palace Keepers, because the seventh anniversary is coming up. Actually, it's this month. 
I wanted brand new cover art and to format the book so I could start selling it on Amazon as a paperback. And I did it. But it was so very frustrating throughout the whole project because there were so many little tweaks and so many changes that I had to do. And I can remember thinking, if I could just share this and get people excited about it, it would help me keep going. So that's one huge takeaway I had was how much I needed connection. Not because I was feeling isolated or I wanted approval, but I didn't realize how much it made me more excited to do the work that I'm doing when I get stuck or when I need some inspiration. And when I share it and see how much joy it brings other people, it's like I get a second wave to continue pressing on. But there was this peace during the creation process and a freedom in not oversharing what I was doing. So while I love it and still will share, of course, I think I will be more selective in what projects I share and not feeling guilty if I don't to take time to just be present with my creativity without an audience. The other thing I really saw was how my attitude and behavior softened the more the fast went on. Now this is super personal for me, but I'm sharing it because it's real. I don't think we realize the psychological influence screen time has on us as adults. We tend to harp on kids who have a lot of screen time and we see them lash out and sort of pick at them. But we as grown-ups should have healthy boundaries too for screen time. When we are busying our minds with something, especially with a screen, it does make us anxious even if we don't notice. I found that my response time to issues that came up with my kids were handled in a much more calm way because mom wasn't distracted by scrolling or content overload and could actually slow down her thoughts to say things in a healthy way. Now, I don't want you to think that I was a negligent mother who just had her face in her phone all day. I really wasn't, and I usually have some boundaries in place with my social media already, especially before this fast. But we can always do more and tweak things to be better, right? One thing I've realized about myself is my mind is filtering content all day long, usually my own, things I want to write about, things that I have written about and I need to share, projects I still need to illustrate, ideas on how to market designs, not to mention homeschooling ideas and home life stuff. Can you imagine adding in other people's content too? Because that's what happens when we are on social media. While it's amazing to see what other people are doing, sometimes we don't need to know because honestly, we don't need to add to our headspace any more stuff. Does that make sense? So a big shocker for me around the 30-day mark of the fast was realizing I never felt strong convictions to give up social media entirely. I was totally expecting a deep spiritual moment where God would move on my heart to close it all down and walk away. But that never happened. Actually, I started feeling stronger impressions to keep going, but with healthier boundaries in my own usage. You see, it's not only about the content we are consuming. That is a huge part of it, of course. But if we are bringing forth content that gives him glory and inspires others, it has a place. We are responsible for how we operate the tool and to not allow ourselves to be manipulated by it. If you've listened to more than one of my episodes of the podcast, you may have heard me say how much I believe social media can be the greatest tool a Christian can use to glorify God and how I feel the church might be missing out 
on evangelism potential. During my fast, I felt God redirect my attention from the advice given by business experts and social media influencers because he was in charge of all of it for me. And while we can be strategic and we can have technical knowledge to help propel our accounts and engage more, I truly know God wants me to slow down and just take things as they come. Planning is good, but I didn't want to plan my business, especially social media, without him. Social media has been one of the best things for me, and here's why. I started blogging when I lost my job in 2010. I wanted to share my journey of building an art business and sharing my passion. It taught me so much about networking, collaborating, and creating content, all things that are helpful in many jobs out there in the world today. I know that if I didn't blog, I wouldn't have met so many great friends I still have today and find a community who built me up when I was at my worst. And while my family and friends and local church did that for me in so many ways, it didn't hurt to extend my tribe and find people who understood this creative, crazy brain of mine. Years after I started blogging and discovered Instagram, I had a simple prayer. At the time, I was part of an amazing group of Christian women of all faith-based backgrounds, but I wanted more connection. I wanted somebody else who believed what I believed and who was creative too, but I just did not see it, and it was lonely. Not many people offline understood this. They didn't really understand what I was doing running a shop and writing books. Some did, but most were just kind of clueless and not any fault of their own. They just didn't know, but God knew. And a few times I asked him to put me in contact with other apostolic ladies who also were doing things like entrepreneurship, writing, blogging, being artsy. And when I slowly started meeting each new person one by one, I began to see bigger groups of people just like me. And I didn't feel alone anymore. We don't understand that the need for connection isn't always a selfish place. We are built for community and sometimes we are part of many different ones and that's totally okay. Community is where we can thrive and cheer each other on, where we can be gently called out if we miss the mark, but we are realigned with our why. This is what I missed during my 40 days of not being fully active on social media. And while I do have community in my town, IRL, in real life, there is nothing like finding people who geek out over the same things you do and get excited about what you get excited about while also having the same core values and principles. It is by far the greatest gift we have in this generation, in my opinion. The ability to connect with a community who is rooting for the best you and ready to hold you up when you want to give up. Never before have I seen so many beautiful young ladies of like-minded faith using their God-given gifts to bless the body of Christ and the world. I've been introduced to some of the most dynamic speakers, been able to stream some awesome preaching, and be invited into soul-shaking Holy Ghost worship sessions, all because of social media. I have weeped during a live Bible study on Instagram. I've been moved by videos and slideshows of our missionaries helping the hurting. And I've been blessed to see God use my little space in social media to bring the truth 
to those seeking, inspiration to those in season of drought, and products that have blessed the humble servants who work in ministry. Guys, social media doesn't have to be evil or scary. It's just like books. There are a lot of books that contradict God out there and what he wants us to know. Some are filled with horrible and terrifying stories we never want our eyes or ears to experience. But we have the choice to entertain that or not. And this is how social media works too. We must have him as our filter and place boundaries for our protection. So we not only enjoy the joys of the apps by being part of the sunshine and not the shade. Will I ever do a 40-day social media fast again? Honestly, not 40 days. I think that was pretty long, and for me, it wasn't really necessary at the time. However, I do think it would be healthy to take a week or two off every now and then to make sure I'm in line with what God wants me to do through social media and to reset my focus on Him. I don't think the answer is to close down everything and walk away. I don't. I've heard, seen, and been a part of too many God-ordained moments to know he is not scared to use social media, and so we should not be either. But healthy limits and boundaries are essential, and each person must decide what those are for them. I definitely will be putting more time limits on using social media, especially in the mornings and at night writing up little schedules and setting phone timers to make sure I'm not scrolling out of control. But honestly, I am excited to be back because I know who goes before me, even online. I know who I am really serving. And as long as I fix my gaze on him, I know Jesus can make a way in ways I can only hope for. So I encourage you, if you feel overwhelmed, confused, scattered, uninspired, Taking a week or two off might just be the medicine that you need. Just to reset that anxious heart and to refocus that cloudy mind. I want to leave you with a quote from my new book, The Glitter Effect. You can find this in Chapter 5, Sinkholes, which is dedicated to helping us move out of our comfortable lifestyles into where Jesus wants us to be, especially with technology and entertainment. The quote says, What you invest in you ingest in. So what you invest your time in, you allow to consume a part of you inside. So I do challenge you to take inventory over the content you are consuming, the amount of time you are using on social media, and pray asking God if you should take a break from it all and for how long. I can bet that just stepping back for a short amount of time can make a big difference maybe even an eternal difference. Until next time, my friend, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Next week, we have an interview lined up that you do not want to miss. So make sure you subscribe and follow the Hello Awesome podcast on whichever platform you're listening from, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and so many others. I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been trying to space out interviews and share them every other week. So I hope you like that because I kind of do. I'm also praying that I can line up more guests to have these real conversations with for you because I really love them, right? It mixes things up instead of doing all solo shows. Hearing the sound of my own voice every week isn't really my idea of fun, just saying. One last thing, 
If you have a Christian blog, shop, or business that you would like to have advertised on the podcast, I would love to check it out. Just email me at helloawesomeshop at gmail.com and we could chat about it. All right. Have a great day, sweet friend, and I will talk to you again real soon. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. For more information about all things Hello Awesome, head to helloawesomeshop.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.